We're back on the big show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris. And we're checking in now from Las Vegas, our good friend Matt Hamilton uh, from FanDuel TV. He's a producer and on-air host for Up and Adams with Kay Adams, and you can catch that every morning uh, on FanDuel TV. So they have been uh, doing shows uh, early in the morning in Vegas all this week. Uh, I guess today, Matt, your your guest list ranged from Trevor Lawrence to Oz the Mentalist, and I guess that's just a great encapsulation of what Super Bowl week is. Oh, it really is, especially Super Bowl week in Vegas. Uh, that's what it's all about. Had a, sprinkle, a little sprinkle of Burt Kreischer in there, too, some Gronk. Yeah. Um, a guest bartender, and uh, we really had it. We really had everything going this morning. It was a lot of fun. Well, did you ask Oz the Mentalist who's going to win? I assume if anybody knew, it would be him. Yeah, I mean he he has the Chiefs winning. He has Gronk missing the kick of destiny. Ah, which is, uh, if he was if he was going to make it before, I'm pretty sure that shook all of his confidence. So he probably yeah. is going to miss now. That's, but uh, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the the, the factor there that uh, that he has. But hey, it's it's going to be exciting, uh, I'm sure. And and the lead up has uh, has been good too. But the, but for the game itself, I mean, just. Uh, with how these two teams got here, Kansas City kind of flipping a switch a little bit, San Francisco showing some weakness, but coming from behind and, and finding ways to uh, uh, to win despite some real struggles against uh, some of these teams that they've faced. Uh, I wonder how you saw both teams with the paths that they took uh, and, and what that could mean for what we might see on Sunday. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's kind of um... – it's kind of a reverse of the paths that these teams had the last time they met in Super Bowl 54. The Niners kind of ran through everybody on their way to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs had to pull off all those amazing comebacks. And uh, it's kind of flipped this time. I don't know if that necessarily means anything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have kind of figured out. And, and, you know, it's been – it really has been, one, I think, tra- Travis Kelsey – taking that week off in week 18 to get healthy. And two, Patrick Mahomes realizing, hey, our defense is the strength of our team. I need to, you know, obviously we've still seen him make incredible plays, but he has kept the ball out of harm's way. He hadn't gone back-to-back games all season without a turnover, and he's gone all three playoff games without one. So um, that ability to protect the ball, to manage the game when he has to, he knew they didn't have to score a point in the second half against Baltimore to win if he, you know, if he protected the football with the way the defense is playing. So that change in mentality and approach from Mahomes has really been the key to this run that we're seeing. Yeah, and of course we're we're kind of seeing uh, it, it play out here uh, throughout these playoffs, and it's been a very different playoff uh, path for Patrick Mahomes having to go on the road in a lot of these games. But I wonder, just with with him in the offense, there were so many questions going into this playoff structure. Oh, is Kansas City's offense going to be able uh, to hold up? Are they going to be able to give uh, enough push uh, to hang in these games? And it sure seems that they started really well. Uh, the Buffalo game, they uh, they definitely uh, were step for step with the Bills, and then the Bills had that final miss at the very end but just what have you seen from the offense in particular that has somewhat kicked things into gear even though you're right in the second half of Baltimore they didn't do much yeah I mean I you know we're seeing Kelsey look like Kelsey again which obviously is a huge huge difference maker but it's really been too the reliance on Isaiah Pacheco they've really been feeding him he is a friggin' animal running between the tackles he's always going to get you know more yards than he should because of how hard he runs 
Um, and it's, you know, the receivers winning when they have to. We've seen Rasheed Rice make a bunch of big plays. Marquez Valdez-Scantling has made a massive catch in every single one of his games, too. So, um, you know, and that was the big thing. I think his confidence was shaken a little bit in the regular season with some of those drops. And But he's come through every time they've needed him to um, in the big moments of these games. So, um, you know, we knew team, we knew coming in defenses were going to try to challenge these Chiefs receivers by playing man, playing press, and it was going to be up to them. Sometimes there's there's not much you can do to scheme. You, you just got to win your matchups, and the Chiefs receivers have finally figured out how to do it. Man, I'm kind of curious what you make of the 49er defense that will be opposing the Chief offense. Obviously, one of the best defensive units during the regular season, but there are a couple of playoff games. There's been some leaks here and there, and I'm curious how you think the 49ers will fare going into this one and what maybe the Chiefs might be able to take advantage of with the way that they like to play offense. Yeah, and I think there's a couple different factors for the Niners. I think one, you know, losing D'Amico Ryans. The defense has been up and down kind of all season under Steve Wilkes. Um, two, losing all-pro safety Talanoa Hufanga, which it wasn't talked about a ton because the Niners still have so many stars. But he's an impossible player to replace because there's no one else in the NFL that plays the style of football he plays. He's like a, you know, a Palomalu-type game-wrecking safety. You can't replace that. Um, so that's been a big factor. Um, and just seeing the way that Detroit attacked them on the edges in the run game was what was jarring to me. I don't think I've ever seen a team run so many successful toss plays um, in a single game <laughs> that the Lions did. And that's what's going to be interesting to me because the Chiefs, you know, we, Pacheco, we see more between the tackles. Um, I'm wondering how and if they're, we're going to see the Chiefs attack the edges of the Niners' def- run defense because I think that's where you can get after them a little bit. Matt Hamilton, producer and on-air host for FanDuel TV here on the Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com. He joins us uh, from Vegas today. Uh, Brock Purdy, of course, plenty of talk about him this year. Is he good? Is he not? Is he just a product of the system? Or is he elevating uh, the entire unit to a different level? Uh, I wonder from the last couple of games that he's played, he had rough starts, but very strong finishes to help his team come back. What version of Brock Purdy do you maybe expect in a game like this against the Chiefs defense? Um, I think I do think we're going to see the Niners try to pound the ball on Kansas City's front. We have seen the Chiefs run defense be a little bit vulnerable at points this year. We saw it in the Buffalo game. Um, you know, the Ravens, I think, made a crucial mistake because the Chiefs back to the box, the Ravens went against their run game. I think sometimes even when a team's stack in the box, you got to go strength, you know, you got to go with the strength of your team. And I don't think the Niners will make that mistake. But when Brock does throw the ball, I think there are areas in the middle of this Chiefs pass defense. We know throwing outside the numbers on this defense is, is tough. I mean, McDuffie and Sneed are as good a cornerback uh, tandem as there is in the entire league. Um, but there are plays to be made over the middle of the field, and especially with this this Niners play-action passing game. You suck those linebackers up a little bit. There's a void there. And when you have like guys that operate in the middle of the field, like Debo and George Kittle, there are big plays to be made there. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Um, and also, the, the right side of the Niners' offensive line has some, it, it can be pretty shaky. There are going to be moments in this game where they break down. I know Spags is going to attack it. Can Brock make those same types of plays with his legs? 
when he has to, whether it's taking off and scrambling or just extending plays to buy himself time to find his guys downfield. Yeah, that could be an interesting factor, maybe on both sides uh, for both the Chiefs and 49ers, because we know Joe Tooney is kind of a, Andy Reid said himself, long shot to play in this game. And as you mentioned, 49ers on, on their right side of the line, maybe not the best. Chiefs have uh, done a pretty good job of protecting Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. Or, and of course, he's done well at scrambling. But uh, are either defensive lines, do you think, are, are, are we going to see some uh, some push from both those guys in in pass rushing, and could we see a few sacks in this one? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we absolutely could. I think you got um, you know, you got really talented pass rushers on 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 both sides, and uh, you know, Bosa. We've seen him. We've seen him be a little bit uh, up and down throughout these playoffs. I thought he was phenomenal uh, getting after the passer in the uh, in the Detroit game. Um, Chase Young has you know, has been under some fire. He hasn't been as productive as um, I think people hoped when he got to, to San Francisco. Um, and on the other side, I really, I think this is, uh, this is made for Chris Jones to have a game. I think Staggs is going to move him around. As I said, I think try to attack that right side of the Niners offensive line with Chris Jones. For sure. Matt Hamilton, producer and on-air host for FanDuel TV here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. All right, before we, Ask who you think is is going to win. Who, who do you think in, in a Super Bowl like this? Of course, both both teams will say that they need to win it. But who do you think maybe needs to win this more? When we talk about you know legacy or or down the road, what could happen? Who do you think needs this Super Bowl win a little bit more? Yeah, and I mean, I, while winning a third would put the Chiefs into incredibly rare company um, over a five year span when we talk about the great dynasties of all time, this legacy is kind of cemented, you know, it, it's, it's cemented as a, as a, as one of the best runs we've seen, no matter what, I think with these four Super Bowl appearances in five years, obviously the win just elevates them to another territory, but for the Niners, they've had so many great teams over these, over this Shanahan Lynch era, and they haven't been able to close the deal. I think this is definitely more important for the Niners and because if they lose this one, I mean, what else, what else can you do to try, you know, they've, they've acquired every star player they can get their hands on. Um, they hit the jackpot with Brock Purdy. Um, you know, you got a quarterback on his rookie contract. Uh, you have the, the benefit of that, that you've been able to surround him with every star player imaginable. You have to cash in. And I think if they can't get it done this year, it's, it's going to sting. It's going to be brutal. Yeah, probably so. Uh, okay, so Matt, I know we're a few days out. I know you've got several more shows to uh, to maybe think about who you think's going to win, but we're going to put you to the fire right away. Who do you think? Uh, it's it's so tough, and it's so tough to pick against the Chiefs and Mahomes. But um, I just when I look at the overall roster talent with San Francisco, I think I have to give them the edge right now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Niners as hard as it is. I'm gonna yeah. take the Niners. Oh man. Well, hey, that's uh, that's all right. I mean, they, look, they they are the favorites for a reason, I suppose. It's kind of been interesting mm-hmm. how folks still say, you know, that the Chiefs probably should be favored in this game. There's there's validity to that point too. And but I, man, and, it's so yeah. it's so close. And I do probably agree with that with the way they played in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I was I was very surprised to see the line open where it did, but. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I do. I, uh, you know, this is probably the toughest Super Bowl I've ever had to pick. And uh, I don't know, something, something's telling me the Niners are going to get it done. Well, hey, we think it's going to be a fun one coming up on uh, on Sunday between the Chiefs and 49ers. And, hey, great to talk with Matt Hamilton, who is on site in Vegas for all of the action all this week uh, of FanDuel TV. You can catch him on Up and Adams with Kay Adams on FanDuel TV on weekdays. And they're out at uh, Super Bowl 58 uh, doing shows uh, with several different folks. Uh, who, who, who do we expect uh, tomorrow, Matt, on the uh, on the guest list? I mean, tomorrow we got T.O. coming in. Uh, we have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Um, we have Deshaun Jackson, Emmett Smith, Romeo Dobbs. And then later in the week, we get, we get Friday is going to be quarterback day. We're getting C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love to set, which should, be, uh, which should be pretty fun. We haven't talked to either of those young quarterbacks yet, so really excited for that. Yeah, so uh, that should be a, a whole lot of fun. Go check it out at, uh, at FanDuel TV all this week. Matt, thanks for coming on uh, and, and talking with us uh, about the Super Bowl. Thanks again. Uh, again, you can follow Matt Hamilton at MattHamilton25 on Twitter. And uh, safe, safe travels uh, with everything there. Hope uh, the rest of the week goes well. And, uh, you know, just set limits at the blackjack table, okay? <laughs> Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. Enjoy, enjoy the game. It's going to be a great one.